16th of March. 16. März. Today, it's the three Napoleons. I'm finished with the first and the bottom half of the second, but my feelings about them are starting to change. Of course, I don't deny that the three Napoleons have different sizes. Number two is a full hand longer than number one. Number three is half a hand longer than number two. Having more than one Napoleon makes good business sense, as one can never predict the chest and leg size of the next actor playing a Napoleon. But is this practical explanation really enough to explain the existence of these three here? Their multiplication probably has a very different reason. Anxiety. The anxiety that takes hold of us when we, the children of the age of reproduction, encounter a single copy, something unique. It is an anxiety about absolute loss we almost never feel about today's products. When standing in front of a car or a bomber plane, we know that ten, a hundred, if not a thousand identical cars and planes exist. So even when one car or plane is destroyed, we know that the make of car or type of plane will continue. They can easily be replaced the moment they are lost and, thus, they aren't lost at all. When we look back into the past, at the fire that destroyed the great library of Alexandria, for instance, no such consolation can be found. Its flames burned an archive of many unique and irreplaceable items. Used to replaceability and reproduction, we begin to panic the more we think about this loss, because this fire was no exception. The whole of history was one giant Alexandrian library. Yes, this means the past was one never-ending inferno, incinerating unique copies, books, laws, institutions, and yes, also humans. At the thought of all this ash, the panic grows even though panicking is futile. But whenever we face something unique, we feel it all the same. Having only one Napoleon? Inconceivable. I mean, make of Napoleon what you want, but just imagine what would have become of the history of the 19th century if something had happened to the guy as early as 1800 or 1801 before he rose to fame? No, I don't think we would take this risk today. And so, we now copy and mass-produce everything to ensure that we won't have to risk such avoidable loss. I know nothing happened to the man. Thank God he did his stint according to plan. But this doesn't prove anything. It was pure chance and doesn't lessen the recklessness of our ancestors. So, what about these three Napoleons with sewn-on snow? It's possible that management of the costume palace may have tried to avoid the mistakes of the past by making three copies. If this is true, I could not condemn their motive of trying to soothe the pain of loss. In Hollywood, the Berezina snow 
will never melt.